Hello again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris. And as uh, the best laid plans sometimes <laughs> uh, go to waste here, uh, uh, yeah. what something's happened. I, I don't know. In the past yeah. week, uh, some, Chris, has anything been happening in the Beatle world? I don't know about you. Uh, it's amazing. Dave, Dave recorded his part uh, of this uh, last week. <laughs> uh right or right on friday and now here it is on sunday and i'm recording over this and we're, and we're gonna meld them together it's amazing one thing yeah. through this new technology we can separate the tracks and everything and we, we, we we've talked to peter jackson we've got mal that we're going right. to be using and it'll be awesome no uh well obviously we're we're here to talk about what everybody what's on everybody's mind right now which is the now and then extravaganza the final beatles track yeah thank you for unless that. you're need... talking to peter jackson that yeah. <laughs> peter jackson today in an in a story said like oh i bet you we could take some of this stuff from get back and oh yeah where, where they're playing on it and then uh paul could play some new stuff on it why not yeah so, why not but but no it's officially called the final beatles track on all of the promotional materials and it's now and then and what an announcement it was just like, oh my god yeah is it the, at the same time the longest wait and the shortest wait yeah we we had been led to believe i think from all that i can remember is that the new last beatles track new beatles track was going to be somehow involved or would be released at the same time as the red and blue reissue now yeah. it's true that now and then is on the blue album uh, but Instead, we had this sudden announcement of all these events. So the first thing coming up was a short documentary film that would be released yep. about the making of this. Yep. And that we came out on Wednesday of this mm -hmm. past week, Wednesday the 1st? Yes, 1st of November. And then that would be followed by the release of the actual song the next day on Thursday the 2nd. And yep. then Friday the 3rd, we got a music video uh, from Peter Jackson for the yeah. song. Yeah. You can buy a myriad of uh, formats and all of a sudden this marketing juggernaut just appeared where you've got yeah. shirts and tote bags and uh, hats. You got the seven inch vinyl, you got a 12 inch vinyl, you got yeah. a seven inch blue and white vinyl, you got uh, cassettes. Yes. CD finally. They were like, oh, what about the CD? CD finally announced CD sold out on the on the <laughs> website. You know, you got blue and pretty cool looking blue shirts, mm -hmm. white shirts, uh, all this on the Beatles uh, uh, site. Also at your local record stores, if they still have any copies. Right. This thing's right. been selling like freaking hotcakes from what I can tell. Yeah. Um. So yeah so so good. i wanted to there's so many things to talk about here and yeah i think you know chris and i have not we, we've exchanged a couple of quick texts but we haven't really gotten into any depth and i actually have no idea what you think because you're very coy about these things you never you always say ah oh, we'll save it for the pod save yep. it for the pod which is good uh, i tend to be a little more forthcoming because i just yeah. i gotta gotta tell somebody um, also we we uh, once again we said this last episode i have watched no other reaction videos to this I, mm. I do not want to cloud my i have read a couple official reviews okay but i've i've only because it was in a story i was reading and i read the whole uh there's a variety uh, i implore everybody to go to variety and check out the Giles Martin Variety interview, which will give you a lot of information about this track and maybe some hints about what's to come as well. So so definitely a good article to read. We will thread that article. Yeah, we'll link to it in the description. Yeah. But Dave will watch all these oh. uh, videos where I mean, how many times have you seen the inside covers of the i know of the i think i feel like i own all of them i've seen them all <laughs> i've seen the cassette yep. mechanisms and and yep. everything but you know there's so many feelings and so many thoughts that i think yep. all of us have had this week uh but i wanted to start as a way to frame our discussion a little bit because this takes us back to you and I uh, go back a long ways and mm -hmm. going back to the first time this kind of thing happened. And when, when we were in college 
and I remember in 1995, yeah, the, the Beatles anthology. It was going to be the new Beatles song. In yeah. fact, you've got yes, you've got it right there. <laughs> yeah. So free as a bird was going to be released. You had to wait, and we've told this story before, but uh, mm -hmm. you know it was going to be on ABC TV. It was yep. at the end of the episode, and it was it, there was a timer countdown. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and here comes new Beatles song in two minutes, one minute, yep. blah blah blah. And, and then boom, we watched it. I watched it live. I don't know if you. Watched yeah, I did it. too. I did too. Yeah. Did you watch this one live? That's no. my question to you. No. I, no. as soon as it dropped, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. And I listened to it right there at, I believe it was right at 9 a.m. Central on Thursday. And I gave it a listen. Well, that's my question. So, so, yeah. and actually I, I, that may help frame our discussion a little bit about how we feel or how, what our thoughts are, because when I was back in 1995, I had such anticipation and I was so excited mm -hmm. and couldn't wait. With this time around, I forgot it when it was even happening. Hmm. And then I got your text or I thought I got someone else's. I saw online something about it. And then I went and listened to it. So yep. it was to me, just the, the excitement factor was not the same for well, me. Well, I, yeah, I, I think I agree with that just because it was like built up so much for That's, the anthology. Yeah. And with the anthology, it was like, the opening of a giant floodgate mm. of we were also going to get all this other stuff that we've never been dying to hear all these alternate tracks and these songs that we've never heard before. And all this, all this kind of, you know, unofficial stuff that becomes official and True. all that, all that kind of stuff. So there was like in the, the, the documentary movie and all that. So there was a lot, a lot to be excited about. This is just one track. It is. And I think another difference is we didn't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was out there, but I didn't know what the actual tunes were going to be back then. Yeah. They didn't yeah. really say it. now, now and then if you've had any John Lennon bootlegs, or if you've been, you've looked on YouTube, this has been out there forever. Yeah. And, and it didn't, I would say it's not had a particularly favorable view on the most part because it's it was sounds unfinished you know and we we could hear it for all these years and so mm -hmm. we, i think a lot of people were wondering well what what can be done with this and we knew there was this third track that yoko had given the other yeah. beatles and yeah. that there were problems with it so yeah. i think i think it that was a little different the circumstances of this one have been a little bit different at yeah. least from the way it's been put out but yet the beatles it's been hyped in such a way that it's yeah the the nirvana the holy grail here i did like the way that the announcement was made and then it, very quickly we got it that's true and very quickly we also got the cool video and then very very quickly you know we also before all that got the documentary mm -hmm. and all of which were high quality i thought done well presented very great mm -hmm. um and then we only have a few days now to wait for the red and blue collections which will be other things to talk about right which we'll, we'll save a lot of that for the the an upcoming episode but um um so i i did think that it was handled well released well you know uh, not some but not too many variants <laughs> <laughs> I get a little annoyed by all the variants because I yeah. know that certain fans are going to buy everything and, and did. spend a lot of money on right now on, on Amazon, even the, the 12 inch vinyl of what you get now, uh, six minutes of music. Yeah. We haven't even talked that the other side of the or other song is love me do the remastered yeah. remixed version. Yes. But we'll get, we'll get to that. Yeah. But 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 uh, just to just to pr make a point, this is twenty two dollars, and that's the same price as Abbey Road, the the, oh. the thing from you know. So you can buy Abbey Road or you can buy two songs. So I, I, is it a little overpriced? I, I I have not purchased a now and then copy. Have you? No, I will not probably. No. Mm -mm. and I will not uh, except for uh, I did. 
I did purchase. I did put in. A, I did put. In, this is going to be on blue. So that would be the only way I would get it. Yeah. If I had the blue album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but other people have raced out to to their local shops, and waited in big long lines, and you know bought multiple copies of this and that. You know, the cassette is exclusive to the website, so you have to order certain things on the website, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, uh, um, yeah. so I haven't bought it. You haven't bought it, but we both heard it. Yes, many times. So let's yeah, yeah. talk about it. All right. I, I've got, I wrote down, I, I had to write everything down because I had all my conflicting and complicated feelings. So a lot of them are yeah. questions and some things that, I think I want to hear your thoughts on mm-hmm. uh, because my first question was, what was the purpose of this song? And I think I came up with a few ideas and I want to see what you think of it. So was it a way for Paul to close off the Beatles story? Because it's very clear that Paul is really the one steering this. I mean, he's all over it. He's, yeah. you know, it's, it's Paul's baby here. Uh, was it a way for him to close the Beatles story kind of before time takes its toll was it because he wanted to quote sing with john again uh or did paul and ringo want to do something one more time was it a gift for the fans that as i hear some people on youtube saying uh you know what what do you think was the purpose of this and why now i just think he wanted to do it paul was like hey why not (laughs) no honestly it's like well the technology is there let's 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 try it let's see what we get he tried it. It turned out to his liking, and he put it out. I don't. I, I don't think he really was thinking like like there was a huge, huge purpose behind it. I think he hmm. just wanted to do it. If that makes any sense, he's getting old too, right? And part of the poignancy of the song, I I, I like I like it. I'm, yeah, I'm we'll, just we'll get into the straight song. out yeah. and say I like it. Yeah, right now, and the reason I like it is not only just because of the nostalgia of like oh my friends who've who've passed Mm. away but this is an old man singing now Mm -hmm. along with his young friends and and, uh, two old men singing yeah yeah singing i don't know about ringo but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute (laughs) yeah but um so he's he's not gonna be around very much longer either so i i think the poignancy of this song is gonna grow over the years because it's sort of like this is the this is the last word from hopefully i i honestly don't think that they should do any more singles to to be to be honest and it wasn't hanging chad unfinished business Mm -hmm. something they'd worked a little on so the fans were always going to be asking hey what about those tapes of them working on this back in the 90s and I, I think maybe he didn't want to die and then have something come out that was an inferior kind of product uh, mm. from the 94 sessions. Mm-hmm. So I, I think all of that combines. But I think mo- more than anything, he just was like, oh, we can do this now. Let's let's try it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, then it sounds like you're saying more was for the first purpose that I, that I said, which was a way to close the Beatles story for Paul to sort of close it off and tie those loose ends in a way. And, and I, by the way, I don't want, you know, I'm keeping my opinion close to my vest here. I don't want to just, I'm asking objective, trying to be very dispassionate about it just because (laughs) I find other people who heard it one time and they're just crying and it's the most amazing thing ever. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, that's great, but I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it helps to kind of think about it a little bit more and take yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's part of the reason we don't we don't race this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a pre- this is probably the closest to the release of a song that we've ever done one of these. Yeah, that's true. But but we both heard it. I've heard it probably 20, 25 yeah. times at this yeah. point. So so it's not like we're it's already it's already grown on me, to be honest. And maybe on the very first listen, I didn't have the reaction of uh crying like a baby or anything yeah. like that like some some people have seemed to have had but i'm i i i don't necessarily have that reaction to like i don't think like john is my best friend or something right. you know 
right like my you know uh so so uh but i do i do like it i do yeah so well that's that's a good segue let's so let's talk about the track itself so first thing that i think everybody was interested in was all the technological advances that had happened since jeff lynn friend of the show jeff lynn and the remain the threedles uh, yeah. did the first two songs real uh, real love and free as a bird back in the 90s yeah. uh and the the issue that we'd always heard about now and then was that john's voice and the piano were were inseparable and they were it was like very muddy and yeah tinny sounding and so they just just didn't really work very well but now obviously with peter jackson's technology that was used for the get back film and other things we'll assume uh, has been able to do some separation. So I think the first thing people were wondering about was what would John's 1977 voice sound like? And I'd yeah. say it sounds really good. It sounds yeah, I think that it's a the, bit creepy. I have to say it, it's a little bit creepy. Uh, it is. Yeah. It is. I yeah. understand that, but I think it's very, very cool. And that, and, and I love this technology and I like that. I think in an interview, um, I, I forget who the interview was with, if it was with Giles Martin or with uh, uh, Paul, possibly. I, I, mm. I forget who, who who said this, but they said, oh, no, it was definitely Giles Martin. It was actually on, on TV, uh, an interview with him. And he said, like, well, the Beatles instant, like, if any any piece of technology came out, they were always like, oh, yeah, let's get that in here. Let's mess around with it. Right. So right. it's 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 within the Beatles. Like if if people are like, oh, this is on the you know old curmudgeons <laughs> who are like, oh, this isn't real. This is AI and all this stuff. We, yeah. we we can't use this stuff. It's like, no, they would be they'd be into using it. They obviously are into using it. The remaining people, they're like, oh yeah, this is awesome. You know. Right. So so and I think it worked. I think John's vocals. If they didn't turn out well in the AI process, then this would be a dud. Mm, but mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is what lifts this song up to being a good song. That and some other things. So we'll we'll get yeah. into some stuff. So I agree, John's vocals pretty good sounding here. And so then we have the the instrumentation and the song itself. And the thing yeah. thing that I really noticed and I wrote you about that was was that it sounds like very much like a McCartney solo song in many ways the piano playing is straight out of chaos and creation all week i was thinking what well not all week all last four days I was mm-hmm. thinking, what does that piano sound like it sounds like chaos and creation it's that same yeah. style that same sound it's very mccartney like yeah uh, and and then you have the strings involved yeah uh, so yeah well before yeah. we get before we even get into the strings, yeah i want to talk for a while about the strings but yeah you you so you have the you have the old tape of the John vocals right. I don't, I'm not sure they used any of his piano or very little no. of it and replaced it with Paul playing piano. So the modern touch over right. the old vocals. Then you get Paul and George from 1994 playing acoustic guitars and a little bit of George electric guitar, which I can very barely perceive. Yeah. Yeah. Only when I did, I listened to, there's already out there a Stims track. Where you can listen to all the different parts <laughs> Wow, on YouTube somewhere. So if you're into that, I know that you hate those, but <laughs> if you're into that, you can listen to that. And you can hear a little bit of the ding, 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 mm. like g- g- electric guitar. It's very little of electric guitar of George. So that, what do you think? Of, like the George con- contribution is very small. Yes. Uh, but the rhythm of the rhythm guitar, Paul was like, that's important. That's George's instincts. Mm. Uh, as he's talking to uh, Giles Martin, has Giles Martin create a score, brings in the orchestra. I think that that's what makes the track. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, is that they added the, the, the orchestra. I think that's great. And, and I think it's done very well, particularly love it at the end of this song, how the song ends. I think it's fantastic. So what do you think just about the orchestration and the orchestral part? That's where I think the song does well, because 
I think the song itself as a basic song is a pretty dreary one and kind of a dirge. Uh, it's I, I don't it's not one of my favorite songs from the John Lennon Dakota tapes. And it's also uh, Paul, they, they cut part of it out. Uh, the original demo had an extra bit in it that mm -hmm. Paul cut out. And I think it probably f was a good decision here. Uh, but it's a kind of a, you know, it's an unfinished song. And I think what the orchestration does is help fill it out and help make it feel like a much more finished production. And what's nice is that, you know, the string parts were done by Giles and Paul together. Uh, that you know it's it is very beatly in a lot of ways you've got kind of the sharp staccato strings yeah. that sound like eleanor rigby yes. or something like that that i think is really great and effective uh and it it fills the song a lot more so i agree it's, and it builds through the song as well yeah so uh so I, I think the orchestration is a positive the orchestration is a positive um uh, then we also get a in the middle section, you have two things going on, which I want to ask you about both of them. The first thing is Paul does a slide guitar solo. He says straight out in the documentary as a tribute to George, he decided to do a slide guitar solo. What do you think of the solo? Is it good, bad, otherwise <laughs> okay? What do you think? I would say okay. Uh, it's I, I don't get part part of it's the mixing. I think it's it, it's a little hidden to me, mm -hmm. and I, I would like to hear if if it's really supposed to be a George highlight. I'd like yeah. to have it highlighted more uh, because I I like the idea. I think that's a cool idea, but yeah. to me it's it's a little buried in the mix, and it's just really a couple notes. So I think George yeah. would do a little bit more with it. Yeah, so. that's the that was my reaction. Is like. Well, it's a tribute to George, but you didn't really George it. No, you didn't you play it of, like George. You sort of Paul slide <laughs> guitar it, and and I don't know. I I could I would have could have done for a little more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more meat on the bone in the solo, but it's fine. It's, yeah. it, it doesn't hurt the song. No, but I like the middle section because what I love is they pull the old love trick. Love, I mean the the, um, the soundtrack, uh, the soundtrack to the uh, Cirque du Soleil love, in that they pull some oohs and ahs from because and from some other sources. They mention them in the in the article, uh, the exact sources of them, and plop them in here in the in this middle section, and so you get some Beatles oohs and ahs along with the guitar solo, along with the orchestra playing. And I think it all mixed together sounds great and works way better than trying to shoehorn that other part. Like we were talking, the other part of the demo. Yeah. It could have been in that section. I'm glad that they decided, no, let's not do that. Let's do a simple little solo. We'll do some oohs and ahs of the Beatles <laughs> and we'll do some orchestra it makes it makes it rounds it out makes it sound pretty good yeah and and if you want to hear what it sounds like with the that extra section someone has already made a version <laughs> that includes yeah. that section and filled it in just like the the, the finished song now so yeah. but no i agree with you the as soon as those oohs and ahs came in i thought oh that sounds like abbey road that sounds exactly like the medley or something from abbey road and then yeah. sure enough it is and that gives it that beatly flair. So yeah. I, I it's a and the ending is interesting because I personally wouldn't have ended on the tonic chord. It's already a minor key song. I would have just ended on the do 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 do. But then they go do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Not, uh, oh, okay. I would have not. Uh, I would oh, have Dave. <laughs> because I would have ha been hanging on that half cadence. I would have loved that uh, kind of what's going to happen next. Maybe there's more coming. Oh. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll, we'll disagree. <laughs> That's we'll disagree the on theory. that because I love the ending. Uh -huh. I think it's fantastic. And I also, the only thing I don't like so much about the song, okay, we'll get to this now, is the backup vocals of paul mm. and ringo i guess 
Well, he's in the video, supposedly. He's in the video, yeah. but you cannot hear. I have listened to the stem tracks. I've listened to everything, <laughs> trying to pick out some Ringo. And I cannot, I cannot, and he's he's credited on the track here. Mm. Let's look at the the credits are oh there's all full Wikipedia article <laughs> of course, but it says it, first off it says George Harrison backing vocals oh which I think are in For Ringo the... Starr backing vocals I think those are the, the lead, and and John Lennon lead and backing vocals so it's it's the because yeah yeah, is yeah. what it is where mm-hmm. they're all all there but uh it, it I don't I don't hear Ringo on it but in the video he's clearly like mouthing like he's singing but the paul backing vocals in that section are a little croaky <laughs> okay it's not bothering me too much they are a little croaky but they are a little croaky and that's why i think there's if there's some weirdness to it it's that you've got a, a young john and an old paul singing together it's a little strange it just strange to the ear Maybe that was his intention again, like we were saying to kind of, I mean, you think about this, this is kind of a Frankenstein song, you know, it's been put together over 30 years, well, 50 years soon to be. Uh, So it's really. Yeah, it takes three, four different, uh, uh, the production list on this, it's Paul McCartney, Giles Martin, Ben Foster string arrangement produced by Paul McCartney and Giles Martin with additional production by Jeff Lynn. Yeah, exactly. And then all the different people doing them mastering and the mixes and the Amos mastering and mm-hmm. uh you know yeah so. so so a little bit of uh incongruity when you have the old paul croaking with the younger john yeah uh, on those well also the background vocals did you the mixing i just wasn't a big fan of the mixing it, it also seemed very low like it, it just i don't know the background vocals seemed quite mm-hmm. low maybe that was good but yeah to me, it seemed very low, and the guitar solo was low, and I just kept hearing the. It was the bass and percussion. It's been like all the Giles Martin productions is that those bass and drums are really forefront in the mix. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'd, I'd like to hear the guitars and some of the other stuff more. Yeah. But well, I think we're a little split on this, Dave. I'm getting the sense you don't like it so much. I wouldn't say that. I'd say it's it's grown on me a lot more. At first, yeah. I really wasn't a fan. I didn't. I thought, what is all the hype about? Mm-hmm. And I was trying not to get swept up in the nostalgia factor because that's, you yeah. know, something that is easy to do. But yeah, I think the more the more I've gotten into it, the more I'm noticing things, and I I like, you know, it's it's of the three, real love's always been my favorite. So I'd probably mm-hmm. put this number three, but. For what it is, and yeah, I think it's it's a it's interesting. Dave, I think I'd flip flop it. I, really? I like this the best of the three, hmm. and I I really do like um, "Free as a Bird." I think when "Free as a Bird" came out, it was very very exciting. And "Free as a Bird" is a weird song because it, it's yeah. the only one with the George. It's like new new George new stuff instead yeah, of old right. George, right? And it's got a full throated uh george solo in it you know? right like right. the real george <laughs> yeah yeah our slide solo but yeah. this it, 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 something about this feels right to me that they did it <laughs> something about this feels i don't think it's a dirge so much as it's it's a a sweet kind of bittersweet bittersweet yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. here's the things we've lost and Here's the f- nice memories we have, and mm. and it's all based on this love, and it's sort of based on this looking in the past, and and we're here, we're here now in time, but we're looking in the past. So it kind of the 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 old old and new and eighty yeah. year old Paul working with forty year old George or, or John and fifty year old George. It, it's all works for me. It all blends together in a way that is is nice the song as a whole as generally just as a song if you just wrote down the lyrics and read the lyrics you'd be like eh, it's mm. not much of anything lyrics wise so i don't think it's in your top hundred no Beatles no. songs by any means Mm-mm. but i certainly like it and the more i listen to it the more i like it and the more i listen to it and then i like i'm like eh, okay i'm gonna stop listening to it and i'm 
off doing the dishes and then i'm like now and then <laughs> yeah you know i'm like it's sticking in my head it's sticking yeah it's getting under my skin so i think the real tale on this one's going to be five years from now are we right are we looking back on this song and being like wow that's really that was so great they did that or is it just sort of like oh yeah right because you know, that's kind of how i feel about real love i like real love but i don't think about real love that much. no 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 and before i get pilloried for not being enthusiastic yeah. enthusiastic david hates the beatles yeah. no he doesn't like the beatles at all <laughs> Uh, you know, I live in Kansas City, so I've just I'm giving it all up for Taylor Swift here. So <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, no, uh, I I think actually the reason why I feel the way I do is because of what you how you described it. Because it is very complicated. There's a lot of yeah emotions and a lot of conflicting stuff. And, yeah, and I think as a as just a, a song and a piece of music, it there's good stuff, and I like that part of it. But I think it's the everything else around it that makes me yeah. a little conflicted. Uh, well, the so. other thing is, and that's part of the reason I I don't want to hear every. I mean, I, I it's mm. funny because we're doing a podcast where we're giving our opinions, and you're tuning in and you're listening to this, and we appreciate that. <laughs> yes, but I'm kind of like a little over. I mean, there's so many YouTube channels now. Yeah, every it's like. If you watch one, you'll get like 50 different, everybody's got it, like YouTube people and they've all got, they're A, they're all showing you their, their 12 copies that they've already bought of this and then B, they're uh, uh, giving all their different opinions. So you get kind of filled up with opinions. Mm, yeah. And if your opinion is slightly different than theirs, like, eh, I'm like the, the, me saying the croaky vocals. Yeah. I'm sure I'll get a comment. Yeah, what oh, yeah. do you mean? Vocals are perfect. You're an idiot. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's sort of like it's a little bit like, yeah, this, this is an individual thing where you're going to listen to it and you're going to have your own reaction to it, and you're going to love it or you're going to hate it or you're going to be indifferent to it, and it's all right. It's okay. Yeah, it is. You know? It is. But I think I think like it's very difficult because of the emotional aspect, like you're saying, and because of all the other opinions out there. And because of the hype and because of the yeah. anticipation still at this point of the of the red and blue. Red and blue, stuff, right. It's a little, it's all confusing. It is. Yeah. Now, I will say, let's let's move to the video real quickly. So then on Friday, we mentioned the video came out. And this was a Peter Jackson directed movie, or uh, not movie, uh, video. And uh, it was... I think very sweet in a lot of ways and very touching. Uh, it seemed to me the thread was that you've got Paul and Ringo still here and yeah. there's a lot of nostalgia and reminiscing. And, you know, it starts out with this great visual of John looking at the sea or looking at the ocean or something. And then the young Beatles appear. Yeah. And it, it's, there's a lot of back and forth and it. You get the impression throughout the video that, the, that John and George are back with the other two because you yeah. see them animated and kind of AI'd or I don't know the technology, but brought in yeah. to a lot of the film. So what what were your thoughts on the video? I like the video. I think it's fun. It's not just it's not just a, a poignant, sad, like you were calling this a dirge. Well, I know it's calling the song. The song is a dirge. It's I mean, the song is like very slow and minor key-ish and uh, sure. kind of dark. Sure. But my point is the video is not no. all that. No, there's no. some fun in the video, that mixing of at one point there's 1994 George and, and 1968 George in the same shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's a lot of playfulness and, and, and fun in it. Uh, but it also does have some poignancy that the, I think the best part is right at the end and it sort of goes back in time and we get some of these, some of these shots of the earliest shots of the video. In fact, one of them was a, uh, I guess Pete Best gave a little clip of the Beatles to, to him to use. So, and then it goes back and then the final shot we get is them bowing and then they disappear 
yeah like, from a hard day's night mm-hmm. that's it that's it of them so um yeah so i i i like the video a lot i think it's fun and both fun and also sort of like oh this is cool like we're seeing them night we're seeing a lot of the 1994 footage that we hadn't seen yeah and we're seeing uh mixes of them uh you know them say they're at the mics and uh, the only part that's a little weird to me is just because i can't hear the ringo vocals if ringo vocals are there he's <laughs> he's you may maybe it's like when i was in choir in uh seventh grade where I, my mouth was moving but <laughs> There wasn't too much coming out of my mouth. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, there, there's this. <laughs> that's a funny impression. But, uh, it, it, there's this. Yeah. Like you're really, really giving it your all, but no, no sound. Uh, yeah. You get the impression. Yeah. They, there's technology is done. That's clearly Paul and Ringo are, are not together. They're in different studios, but it's made to look like they're singing together. Yeah. And then you get George and John from earlier periods in their lives appearing. And that's yeah. it's kind of neat. I like the, I think my favorite parts are the times where current Paul is sitting and listening to the mix. And then you've got young Paul and George and he's kind of looking at them. Like, yeah. But of course they're not really there, but he's, it's sort of like giving them a nod, like, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So I think it's clever. And yeah. and to me, it enhanced the song more. Yes. So that that made me listen to the song in a little different way. Whereas before yeah. I was maybe less favorable. Now that helped, I would say. Now, the cover. Ah, the, the uh, cover controversy. Here we are. This is the big. I hate the cover. The, 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 the one, the cover of the single, where it's just now and then tilted underlined in black and then there's some shadowy stuff in there and it's in blue the color's cool but the i just think what are they doing but then the video comes out and the cover of the video's got the the beatles there in the different eras sitting next to each other i'm like yeah. that's the cover that's what that's the cover a cool cover that that's be a great cool cover, cover. and yeah. then you've got the t-shirt it has John's handwriting kind of now and then. That's cool. Yeah. That would be a better cover. Yeah. So what the hell is this thing where it's just slanty now and then? In and it's all by caps. The, <laughs> it's by the same guy who did the cover to McCartney 3. I don't know if that's Thumbs that. down. Thumbs, Thumbs down, down for me. Thumbs <laughs> down. And then the back of it, we, we've learned recently, was a, a clock that yep. George bought in Providence, Rhode Island. And it says now and then, and then there was some, I uh, heard the story this morning that uh, Olivia was talking to Paul and Paul was calling her to say hi and that the, she was doing this project. And it just, he said, oh, it's now and then. And she's looking at the clock that says now and then. Yeah. And she said, oh, George would be, would approve this. Yeah. Something. So, well, great. Yeah. <laughs> How about that's the cover? How about that's, that's the, the cover? Front cover. This. Yep. I just don't like the cover. I'm sorry. I, no, I do love, I lo- or how about when they first, we didn't even get an announcement yet. We had the tape. And there's this very specific color looking tape. Ooh, oh, like, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, orange and white tape. The original that tape. That looked cool. Yeah. And why not that be the cover? That would be yeah. fine by me. Uh, any of these would be better. So if you buy the cassette, the actual cassette, and it's available for sixteen dollars and ninety cents for your for your two songs. Wow! Set. Uh, <laughs> wow! But it, it does look cool because it's the it's the actual color, and it looks like an old, you mm. know, a cassette like you would just record stuff off off of. So that's cool. So yeah. some of the stuff I like about it, I, I'm I'm being a little negative about the cover, but I don't like the main cover of the song. It's no, for, especially no. for the last Beatles song. It's like, right. come on, guys, he could do better than this. Right. No, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's uh, time will tell. Let's say, you know, we, yeah. we I, I keep going back to the fact that I wish we had more George involved here because George, from all reports, in he indicated that he didn't, wasn't into this one. And he wasn't. Yeah, but I, I think, I think a little of that is cleared up in the, in some of the some of the yeah. materials that have come out that it's not so much that he was not 
like he hated the song or no 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 it wasn't that because he did work on it he was just like this isn't gonna work because every time we pot that vocal up it's not working and the sound quality light the sound quality yeah i think it's sort of like let's wait for the technology to come and actually i in the video i i forget which video it is i think it's the in the movie they seem to be like leaving and being like, yeah, we'll come back next year and work on this. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah, we'll cut, we'll get back to this one. So yeah. they finally did. It took a while. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years or so. So, yeah. but uh, I like it. I'm, I'm glad it's out. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I'm glad they did it. And I'm glad that this technology exists now. So with that technology <laughs> to move on to the next little subject here, Oh wait, should wait, we you've got one more thing to say? Uh, should we uh are you gonna be talking about Love Me Do? Because we should oh, at least <laughs> mention the the B side of the single here. Sure. I haven't listened to it that much, but have you listened to it? A couple times. Yeah, it's not it's not one of our favorite Beatles songs, so I don't yeah, want to listen to it too hate much. Love me do. No hate, hate, hate. <laughs> You're like, it's the worst song ever. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you know it. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, you hate the Beatles, so <laughs> well, of course. I mean, it goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm... but you're. It's not. Uh, it's not one fair, of my favorites. It's not one of your favorites. But no. it sounds better. It sounds good. Yeah, for better or for worse, because you can hear Paul's. Paul's a little out of tune on that bass. And... Well, that is one thing I I was going to yeah. say about it is I think some of these this demixing. And remixing technology is fantastic. I love it because I've always, always hated listening in stereo in my headphones to the early stuff where you've got one that you've got it so separated. And now they can they can demix it and they can blend it super nice. But what I found it (laughs) and I'm sure you did too is the little mistakes now. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword here. Yeah. There's going to be little bits where they're out of tune or they're, you know, and, and it's not like you can eliminate that part of the song. No, no. And that would be tampering with the, if you tried to fuss with the bass and move it up or down, that's, that's, you can't do that. So, so, so I I think it'll be, it's revealing certainly that, well, and it'll note, maybe that's one of the reasons I'm wondering that they did some of the later albums first because the performing level was so much higher than Mm -hmm. than the kind of quick got to record in the studio only one day no overdubs george martin you figure it out Uh, we got to go kind of thing instead of like sergeant pepper where we're in there for hours and days well we've we've pointed out some what is it every little thing yeah like somebody sings the wrong thing and oh yeah it's like we've pointed out some of those so we're gonna hear them a little clearer now but cat out of the bag the red and blue announced and they're a little different so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull this up this information yeah so Um, we again that came out the same day as or same in the press release as we got all the now and then stuff and so that i was very confused it was almost overwhelming at first when you've got this (laughs) extremely long email about all the configurations and there are these pictures of red records and blue vinyl and then there's yeah. a cd special edition that's only on the beatles site and then a yeah. t-shirt a galore a, you know a lot of stuff so yeah Chris you, got is gonna... a, a, you got a a uh <laughs> on the beatles site you've already got some sold out items yes four cd box set is sold out already and the uh red and blue color vinyl editions the six LP is already sold out, and on the Beatles site, the uh, limited edition blue three LP is still around. You so you can buy them individually, but it's like eighty bucks. And the shipping, I would say, is scared me to death. It was like twelve, fifteen dollars <laughs> to ship something. Was, yeah, free shipping if you spend over a hundred dollars. So, oh, okay. so maybe you can you can bundle of co- a couple of those together if you want to buy them that way. And there's all kinds of shirts and yep. socks and <laughs> all kinds of shit out there now. That's just like, is there dude, a tote for you, Chris? There's a tie dye shirt. There's a, two different totes, a red and a blue tote. <laughs> of course. Wear one on each arm, <laughs> carrying your vital records in, yeah. in each, each bag. Nice. So, but there's all kinds of women's shirts, all kinds of, and some of it, uh, quite frankly, looks really cool. And yeah. 
I would like to have. Of course. But but, uh, uh, if you want the red or the blue colored vinyl, you have to go to the Beatles site and buy it there. You could buy both of them together or separately at this point. Uh, I would suggest if you don't care about that on Amazon, the prices have gone reasonable for both of them. So um, right now at, at the printing of this in blue and it's the red and blue vinyl, by the way, are in, in high speed. I'm, oh, I'm half sorry, speed mastering. Half speed right? mastering. So I think that's just a given now for any yeah. item yeah. coming out. It's going to be half speed mastered. Now, Chris, you're a vinyl the junkie here. Yeah. Uh, is it true? Is the rumor true that colored vinyl does not sound as good as black vinyl? It that that rumor is not necessarily as true. No, it's uh any picture disc. Oh, picture because disc. a picture disc, they're actually printing something on top of the vinyl. Right. So right. any picture disc you get, you better be your your goal better be to put that up on the wall. Because <laughs> otherwise you're if your goal is audio quality, you're not gonna get it. So that's it. Okay. So right now the red is going for fifty two fifty eight on on mm. on uh Amazon at the at the moment of this. And uh as you know on Amazon, if you pre-order and we're pre-ordering for a few days from now, by the way. Yeah. It, if the price drops, they'll give you the dropped price. Right. As, uh, but if the price rises, you'll get that $52 price. You'll stay wherever yeah. you bought it. Mm-hmm. And then the blue, for some reason, is 61 So the blue, mm. the blue is pricier than the red. Hmm. I, I, when my reaction when I saw the release is, oh, I want that red. Well, that was the thing, because as we know, and we talked about in the last episode, the most of the Blue album, apart from the Magical Mystery Tour tracks and Yellow Submarine, like Hey Bulldog, most of those tracks have already been, it's the same mix as we've already heard. Yes. Whereas with the Red album, you have all the early stuff. The only thing that we've heard before will be the Revolver cuts. So that is why the red I think is a lot more interesting to us. Yeah. And I want that's the first one I'm going to listen to when it drops. Yeah. There's a couple tracks here and there. The old brown shoe. Yeah, that's one like that have a new master. I do want to say a couple things. One is and we'll get into these the details yeah. like the nitty-gritty of this when we actually listen to them when they're out and we'll have our homework for us because oh, yes. There are different configurations. Uh, of course there are. Or the <laughs> vinyl. They they they're like, people are so used to these vinyls. We don't wanna we don't wanna mess with the track listing on the on the vinyl. So you'll you'll get on the red, you'll get the first two discs of the red will be their new mixes, but the track listing will be exactly the same as they were. And then you get a third new disc where they hmm. put some actual George, <laughs> yeah, that's right. From the early years, uh, 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 so he's represented on 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 those. On the on the blue, same thing. Uh, the first two uh, are exactly as they were before, and we get a new thing starts with now and then, and then has some other some I think Dear Prudence and some yeah right tracks like that uh, uh, that weren't on the original for the CD for the streaming. No, they went chronological. <laughs> so they, so they, it's not the same running order. They've, they've put them in, they filled out the stuff on the CDs. Now I'm sure some purists hate that, uh, but I think, it, I think it's cool that they've done the different things. So it might be, if you're a real collector, you really want to hear the different versions and you like to get your, you're, you're an anti-streamer or something. <laughs> you might need to buy the CDs and the vinyl both yeah. in this in this case but um yeah so any reaction to any of that just sounds very complicated uh, like <laughs> i said when we started this segment it's just yeah. very complicated and yeah uh, i will be uh streaming it so yeah uh that it'll be chronological for me uh, i mm-hmm. i get it though i mean i most beetle fans who made second generations i i listen to the red and blue albums i can still tell you the order of them that was i I played them a lot so i can see why you wouldn't want to mess with that too much because it it does have a certain flow 
yeah and and putting those extra tracks which by the way is great because one of the well, well again we'll get into this but one of the big complaints for many many years about the red and blue albums is that the, the red album is so short that yeah. you almost fit it on one cd and they made it into two to make more money yeah. and now they've filled it out filled both of them out which i think is great i agree i think it's great and i think it's like yeah you, if you're are a big vinyl guy and you do like that running order and you don't want to mess with the running order you have that option now yeah exactly and, and you can you can just hear a new so so i think we'll be concentrating on the new, the new yeah disc three of both of the things i never had this on vinyl i wasn't really big into vinyl when i was a kid but i did listen to them this red and blue i'm familiar with the red and blue i'm familiar with the running orders yeah yeah. um so it's going to be exciting to get i did order the vinyl so i will have the vinyl we'll be able to talk about the vinyl should we do a video of you unboxing it? And... <laughs> no, there's plenty of those. Plenty. Yes. You want to go to, you know. Yeah, just those, go on YouTube. Uh, your algorithm will, will yeah. tell you everything. That's right. <laughs> By the way, also on Amazon, you can get the it in a slip case at, I think, 119 right now. So it's paying five extra dollars for the slip case for both the red and blue together. So a six and LP buying them separately. Set. A six LP set. Okay. But it's nothing different than just yeah. like they're both in a slipcase. I chose not to do that, but no. you can do that. You can also, if they're still available, buy those on the Beatles site. Selling like hotcakes, I'm sure. They are. And, and uh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I was a little bit against when I first, the first rumors came out of the, oh, they're going to redo the red and blue. I was like, eh, why? Mm -hmm. But now I'm into it because I definitely, I, I think when we do our review, we'll be concentrating heavily on the red because it's it's the it's the demixed and remixed uh older tracks that are uh going to excite us and I'm sure are exciting all of you in anticipation of yeah. hearing. So we'll do it, we'll do a full pod on it, but that's not the next pod. No, no. So we'll uh, our next podca podcast will be on, as before mentioned, before all the now and then hoopla happens, will be on some uh, classic early gigs of Wings. So yeah. we're very excited to share our thoughts on, uh, for, for those who are diehard wildlife fans, you're going to be in for a treat. And the, yeah, Chris is doing his Wings hand <laughs> signs right now. So you're going to be in for a good treat here on that. Yeah. So. In the meantime, uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Some of you have already been weighing in on our Facebook page about now and then. But yeah. now that uh, when this comes out, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Or am I completely uh, ridiculous? He's so cold hearted. <laughs> he didn't cry once. <laughs> I'm just a stone. <laughs> I know. And <laughs> or uh, yeah, but we'll we'll see. I'll be very interested to hear what you think. But Anyway, thanks for listening to uh, all this hot news off the press, and we'll be back at you soon with a Wings episode.